0: I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks and this is the XFL show. <gasps> is cooking welcome football fans this is the week of march 13th 2022 on the road to kickoff 2023 this is for the love of football and this is the xfl show i'm alan and i'm bryant you got some leakage san Antonio xfl you got some leakage put a pot under it though and let's go come on a little leakage never hurt anybody this is episode 212. Leakage, Bryant. We got a leak. <laughs> San Antonio's getting a team, apparently.
1: Uh, you Leaked. know, we were debating before this show started if we were going to use that or not. And I'm actually kind of glad you did. I'm really happy you of did. Of course. Yes. We finally got some some news that was worth the leak. You know, sometimes you wake up and you all of a sudden you see your, your ceiling leaking. You're like, man, well, this one's like a leak that goes right into your shower. It's like a perfect oh, leak. right. Because
0: it's just like, hey, it's fine. Just use that today. It's all good.
1: Great, I'm not great, even going to call
0: a, I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna call a guy to come get it right away. Come when you're <laughs> ready. I'm not I just no biggie. Let's talk. Let's enjoy it actually. <laughs> I enjoy this leak San Antonio enjoys enjoys it. I enjoy this leak so much. I'm going to wear white. Real? Oh wow. Damn, TC, he, he's, he's he's okay. This is a special occasion. And you know what? The best part about it is we're going to talk about the leak And everything that went on in the past week, and then this thing will come out uh, a little later than usual. And then some bigger news will be announced formally, probably, and then we'll have to pack it all in and and do another quick turnaround. But you know what? Such is life for the original official XFL podcast. Here we are, 48 weeks from kickoff, and we're ready to talk all things XFL with you. 724-565-4XFL. Is the XFL fan line? It's the XFL fan line for texts, voicemails. Get involved in the show or follow us at XFL show on social media, everywhere on social media at XFL show, and we'll interact throughout the week. You can give us critiques, you could give us your thoughts. We enjoy it. We love this road to kickoff. It's got twists, it's got turns, it's different from the kickoff, the road to kickoff 2020. And I'm enjoying it, even though. There's been moments of frustration. Then you get a week like this with some leakage and plenty to sink our teeth into. We'll do it here. Just real quick, let me remind you all that this fantastic show is brought to you by our fantastic sponsor, Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can get involved with them just like we are and do your own podcast. Hey, you've been thinking about it but you didn't want to learn how to edit audio. I know. It's a pain. It's a whole thing. You don't know how to get your show on Apple. I'm sure it's a quick Google, but then you got to do it every week, and I don't know. I want to just talk and have fun. That's where Pretty Easy Podcast comes in. Radio professionals, all sorts of amazing, amazing uh, experience on their part. They bring it to you, the new podcaster, or if you're a grizzled podcaster, work with a pro, and you get all the production value into your show, all the help you would need production-wise for your show so you could focus on the main thing, the thing that podcasting is all about, fun. And you could do it by going to prettyeasypodcast.com to get started today.
1: Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy, so easy in the fact, Alan, that l- let's say you're a, you're a podcast that got started and all of a sudden you feel like you have a leak and you're drowning and you're soaking in water and you're like, oh my God. Pretty the Podcast is there to save you and stop all that leakage.
0: Oh yeah, they'll uh, if you're if you're drowning from the the feet up, they'll pull that plug so that it drains. Or if it's coming from the ceiling, they got the pots ready, or they'll plug it with some um, what's that alien tape? Slap it on or whatever that what's that th- that thing they slap it on all the leaks. I'm not doing that though. We're enjoying this leak, <laughs> San Antonio. That's we're not putting sham anything wow. over. It's, not, it's not a
1: wow, is it? What is it?
0: No, it's not that guy. Putty
1: is it? Putty? It might mighty putty, something like that mighty putty. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. Mighty.
0: Well, putty. as seen on TV back in uh, 2019, the city of San Antonio, Texas, getting pro football again. We think us, uh, we assume according to all the reports, we're going to get into it. But first, let's dink and dunk real quick. We're on XFL social media, Bryant Brandon on XFL.show, the official YouTube channel of This is the XFL Show, responding to our last program, said, do you think Fox and the USFL is putting on some dumb front? Not intentionally. Brandon Brandon went on to say that it's either either they know exactly what they're doing or they have no idea, they're really unprepared and they're stalling. I don't know. According to things that were said this week, Brandon, I'm going to say it's not a dumb front. It's an honest honest front of they're avoiding the question of why are they putting so little effort into their league at the same time they are you know, publicly saying okay things about their league and their intentions, but not to the full extent like the XFL is. You haven't heard anyone at the USL, SFL come out and say, we want this league to last for 50, 100 years and beyond. I haven't even heard that said. But I don't even know who uh, would say that. You've got plenty of people in their executive offices that could come out and say, we're here for the long haul. I haven't heard one. Uh, this Daryl Johnston.
1: Uh, you've got a, this uh, they actually walk. had a really good commercial during the uh, Pac-12 championship game. I'm trying to remember what it was. Hoops? I think that's the problem. Yeah, during the hoops. I'm trying to remember what it was. And I think that's probably the problem is I don't remember.
0: Yeah. Well, I missed that no, one. I didn't no, no. catch the pac Pack Twelve title game, or have you even looked at the brackets yet. Been so oh, really. I've been, yeah, been
1: chopping wood in the
0: back or something. What are do you doing? Well, I'm, I'm here up in the mountains, but also this leak. I can't. I'm not focused on anything. This leaks consuming my life. Uh, we'll talk some USFL here in in a second. Actually, right now, real quick, t- Teddy King, Theodore King, on XFL.show. Appreciate always commenting there. Theodore said, start doing live shows saying that the USFL hasn't put any news out there. Doesn't age well after they put out the schedule recently, shortly after last week's show. Okay, two things. I know Brian has a lot to say, but I will say we've done live shows haven't in a while. And we did it
1: for our 200th. So it was 12 episodes ago.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we'll, and we'll probably do another one soon. We almost did this one live, but... Decided against it. And you know what? A schedule release, Bryant, it's news, but that's not, that's not like well, well, well huge news thing. when you're playing in one c-
1: city. Yeah, that's true. Very true. There's two, two things to me on this. One, even if you do a live show, anything you talk about could be old by the next time, by the next day, right? So being live doesn't really matter, in fairness. And two, you're right. Schedule, like... Last time, I did a whole breakdown of the XFL schedules. I love schedules; like that is my thing. I remember did a mock schedule. Remember that? I love that stuff. Yeah, I, I live for it. I don't care about your schedule. When you're one month away from kickoff and there's so much more information that we should be having right about now. The schedule to me like is not a rules? big deal, especially, <laughs> especially when it's not, like Alan said, it's not Birmingham going up to Pittsburgh in the middle of February. It's Birmingham switching sides of the field for next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not. it's not like when you're watching that schedule release for, the NFL and you're a Steeler fan, for instance, and you're saying, "Okay, when, when, and where am I going? Where I'm going to try to go to a home game? What do we get? How's it look? For, what's what kind of advantages do we have? How are we disadvantaged? How's the league trying to screw us? All that fun stuff when it comes to a schedule le- release. This release is week one, Mahlers in Birmingham. Week and two, dude, what honestly? in Birmingham. I didn't go through.
1: That's right. I didn't go through the schedule enough to know if there was just a kind of a cycle through it. Like how lazy was it or how lazy was it not? Cause Ooh, when you, when yeah, you have it, when you ha- maybe I'll do that and and, and and look at it one more time. But when you have like an actual schedule where you have to go visit places and go different, you know, there's always, you can't just have a rotation, right? You have to have like, you know, there's logic to your schedule. When you have everyone sitting in the same city, it's might it might very well be one play two, then two plays three, and then three yeah. hosts four every other week or something like that. I have to take a look.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll wait for your your breakdown of that. I'm not going to look too far into it, but hey, I'm excited they're playing in exactly one month from the this really? live on tape recording. So thirty two days,
1: month- eighteen hours, twenty eight minutes, and forty
0: seconds. They have the countdown clock on USFL2.com, that's for sure. Uh, Appreciate all the feedback from last week's show. Everybody else who commented, reached out, XFL fan line and all, and uh, we'll get to your comments next week. But let's get into the news of of the past week in the XFL and talk about this leak a little bit. It's time for this week's cover two. Good crisp football. Three corporate people were hired, Bryant. Three new executives at the XFL Were announced the past week And one of them, Paul Watt Vice President of Consumer Product Group Operations And Licensing Partnerships Was with the XFL in 2020 Built XFLShop.com then And will be assuming a similar role And heading that portion of the league While Anthony Zaccone was also with the league in 2020. He was the head of marketing for the guardians and will be joining the league in another marketing capacity will be highly involved in fan engagement and, and all that, all that fun stuff. And then Amanda Yan, the controller of the league involved, not like not, no, not the person sitting and doing the reviews.
1: They're not going to do the this oh, is oh. A
0: financial this- position. Yeah. This is like accounting s- stuff. The, you know, not not exciting, but very important work for the league. More hires at the league offices. You know who the controller is for the USFL? I, don't mean no. I mean, either I assume it's someone who works at the Fox Corporation.
1: Yeah, It's just they, they just gave a job to somebody at Fox that already had that yeah. job.
0: Uh, but some more executive hires there, and as the league continues to build it's a front office where that will be a fi- Will that stay in Connecticut? It's one big question I have, Bryant. uh, or if it'll move, we, d- we really don't know. I feel like it's, it's New assuming- York
1: city. I feel like it's, I mean, from the most part, we see those meetings and things happening with the rock and Danny Garcia. And I feel like it's moving into the, like
0: the New York city area, but who knows? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe they have like a 10 year uh,
1: lease and they got to stick around. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see if it just stays there or what, but, um, We are getting some news on that end. And then I'm sure now XFL shop should be seeing some action with uh, someone in charge of it now. So uh, with teams maybe rolling out soon, we'll get some gear we could buy. It's, it's all very exciting where we're hitting on these road markers for the XFL. And, uh, it's, if leaks are happening, that means announcements are coming. So the San Antonio leak means, uh, very soon that you're going to be start being able to maybe buy some more footballs hopefully
1: well i mean the footballs didn't come around until like a month or two before the season you're right that was um, yeah well we'll get into the whole san antonio news but you're right if you remember correctly back when st louis was the first city um leaked uh, and we had um a guest on our show talk about that basically it was about two or three weeks after that that all the teams were announced so hopefully we stay on that timeline I'm all about timelines, too. Schedules and timelines. Hit me up.
0: He loves them. Hit him up on the XFL fan line. That's 724-565-4XFL. Part two of this week's cover, too, will be USFL-oriented. Bryant, one month from that league kicking off, Fox Corporation CEO Lachlan Murdoch said that the NFL is helping the USFL, and uh, this is from... The Sports Business Journal, the NFL, has actually been tremendously helpful to us in thinking through and setting up the USFL, Murdoch said. And that's, uh, excuse me, from Deadline.com, first reported this, and this was via Sports Business Journal. They haven't tried to obstruct it at all. In fact, it's opposite. They've helped us. How? The Deadline article did not expand on that, and nor do I think Lachlan Murdoch did, but I'm sure... The NFL is not opposed to the USFL, uh, seeing how it's welcoming the XFL and a partnership alignment with that league. Another quote from Lachlan Murdoch, the financial risk to us is not significant, but the upside and the opportunity is significant. And that quote is the most significant to me, Bryant. That'll tell you everything you need to know about how the owners <laughs> of the USFL see <laughs> the USFL. It's a low-risk financial uh gamble they're making so they don't really care about it it's like a one dollar bet you make on FanDuel on like a crazy parlay you like don't pay super close attention to it unless like it gets close to oh my god I hit nine out of ten and I got one more to go otherwise you're it's in the back of your mind the USFL is in the back of the Fox Corporation's mind they don't really care about it as much as say Redbird probably wants the XFL to be a thing
1: yeah, it's 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 a money grab, and I really don't know if um if the USFL's main focus is football or making money. Like at the end of the day, is it? I mean, I guess everyone's in it to make money, but um, the XFL itself, you could tell that they're actually in it for like a football experience, something that actually f- drives fans because of the football. The USFL and Fox, as we said from the very beginning, has always been about how do we make money off of the sport of football.
0: They're by doing looking the least for amount of work possible. It's like yeah, they're looking for the opening. Okay, they're saying we're going to put this football out there. Where's our opening? Is it? Is it? Oh, NFL minor league? Can we go that route? Is it just really e- easily controllable TV show like American Gladiators, but with football? Can we go that route? Like th- that's their it's a play, but it's not a whole dedicated effort by, they're basically, by the owners of this league.
1: For the NASCAR fans, they're basically drafting the car in front of them. The car being football. And they're like, how do we take advantage of this? Mm-hmm. You know, Even if it's second place to the finish, how do we do that? Because that's all they're doing. They're just kind of riding the coattails
0: and of football. this." This lawsuit is still looming, so I'm reading up more about the league and this quote especially from the CEO of Fox. I saw Mike Florio speculating that uh, the NFL, maybe if this is true, they're helping the USFL out, is looking to invest in a spring league um, even more in the future. That's why the XFL alignment's happening, and they're not opposed to the USFL, and that makes sense. Maybe the NFL is learning. Uh, and they saw, I think, 2020 opened people at the NFL's eyes more so than t- 2001 did. To all the broadcasting innovations that the NFL took, what 2020 XFL did, I think, was make people at the <laughs> NFL realize, look at all the money to be made in the spring, other than our big old draft. You know, so that's something to, to definitely pay attention to. And if the, I, I'm not surprised, the NFL is like, okay, USFL, go for it. Let's see what you got. Um, but then again. With the USFL there is a lawsuit that we must keep our eyes on and uh you know it, it
1: and, and it it it's could a lawsuit really that's a how, game stopper yeah.
0: it's a game stopper
1: yeah. right it, it, it could potentially tell you you cannot use these names then what do you yeah. have
0: yeah the, the intellectual property lawsuit we'll see where it goes it's very it's boring stuff but very interesting with only 32 days from kickoff um the potential for what generic jerseys, Revert to spring league team names. I don't know, um but the aviators we'll, that we'll see. Where are I all mean, the spring yeah, league coaches? Before. Too? Why? Why don't they use some of those coaches? I don't understand. I think there's a lot of them involved. Not, a, I mean, not as head coaches. Was was Bart andrus in the spring league? I, I want to say he was. He might have been. Yeah. He sounds like he um, was. Yeah. but wait, Bart or Bert? Bart. Is it Bert? Bart.
1: Did you see my, uh, I even see my tweet the other day, but they said which coach will have the biggest impact, and I said
0: Bert Andrews. <laughs> Bert. You that's remember the, I, the,
1: the typo that they had?
0: Yeah, they, they let oh, it sit there for like a week. <laughs> I totally forgot. Yeah, the USFL called Bart Andrews Bert. Yeah, that's wow, why I said I
1: that totally was forgot. the biggest impact.
0: Anyway, see, if, yeah, that one went over my head almost, but then I caught it and then threw it back in. Way to go, Bryant! Yeah. Pat yourself on the back. Good call back. Uh, And as the USFL released its schedule, uh, the big news isn't where those games are. They're all in Birmingham. But the big news is, of course, if you forgot, they do have pretty sweet TV, I think. Simultaneous broadcast for the first game. Generals, Birmingham Stallions, 7.30 on the 16th of April on Fox and NBC and Peacock all at the same time. And then the rest of that weekend, The next day, you got two games. You have Houston and Michigan at a noon kickoff Eastern on NBC and Peacock. You have the Philly Stars and New Orleans Breakers on the 17th at 4 on USA Network. And then rounding it off, the fourth game on the Sundays, a primetime 8 o'clock game on FS1. So those are the stations that the USFL will be on. And that is good TV, Brian. I will give them that, and I'm excited for it. It's a it's a
1: nice schedule. It's something that I wish the XFL had done with with their schedule. I, you know, the USFL is not doing this the entire season, but I always did like the one Saturday game and the three Sunday games. It kind of gives us a sense of normalcy, in the in the sense because that's what we would do regularly during the regular season. Of the NFL, right? Our all, Sundays were consumed with football. football.
0: Yeah, exactly. Taking over so, your Sunday.
1: Exactly. So I wouldn't mind that kind of schedule all the time. One Saturday night game, you know, 5 p.m., maybe a little earlier, maybe get some dinner, something like that, 5 p.m. Pacific.
0: Well, let me just say this now, FS1, for a Sunday night game like that, you better be coming at us with one hell of a, a theme song for, before kickoff, all right? So what we've come to expect as, as a nation. Great theme songs for our Sunday night kickoffs, all right? I've been waiting all year for Maulers and Bandits. Better be hyped with some good tunes, and the XFL delivered, and we didn't even expect it last year with maybe the greatest song of all time. So, calling the USFL let's, out here, Brian. What's
1: so, Carrie Underwood doing?
0: Yeah, get get somebody. I, I'm I don't know who I'm going to suggest here. There's a, there's a lot you could go for. I mean, if you if you could get them, they're they're they got a new album out. I'll say Red Hot Chili Peppers would be totally different from anything anyone's done. Go for that. Getting Flea there. Uh, in in, in yeah. front of a green screen, that'd be pretty cool. That's what I'm voting for, but we'll see. USFL kicking off in one month's time, Brian. Excited? Excited? Are you excited for it to happen finally?
1: Uh, I mean, there's still some skepticism there. I want to see what happens. I'll watch it. I'll watch it for the football because I love it. I'll watch it for the train wreck that it might be. I just...
0: Crow- right right now, gonna,
1: Alan, what are you expecting on the field right now?
0: A uh, similar st- like uh, play to what we saw in uh, the AAF and the XFL and the, and the spring league, somewhere around there. Maybe not as.
1: No, I'm talking about just the gameplay itself, like not the not the like the rules. Yeah, like what are we going to watch? Just the NFL rules? Like what? Are, what are we, what are we looking
0: for? I'm looking for what kind of is it kickoff is, it, is going to be used. I'm looking for the overtime. I'm looking for uh, challenges and how, how the sky judges and all that are handled. All
1: right, gents. Is it those PS four quarters could- of football. We are now tied. We're going to go into overtime. We don't have overtime rules. Let's just keep playing.
0: <laughs> uh, crowdsourcing real quick, Brian, because we now we have a month until kickoff. We actually like to plan uh, you know, well ahead of time, so let us know at XFL show. Do you want us? Cause we're talking USFL. Should we just talk about the games as they're happening each week here? Should we do something extra? Do you want to put more work on our plate? Does Bryant want to do that? I'll do you whatever. You think the XFL the is going to
1: just start hammering news during all this to kind of drown out the noise that is the USFL?
0: So you're saying we have to do a separate show if I want to talk about the okay, USFL First of all, we're,
1: you can do a separate show if you'd like. Totally. Okay. Call it. This is the USFL show, or whatever you want to call it. Um, no, I'm not doing. I'm not going to do post games like we did for the XFL. <laughs>
0: that was, that those, 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 were a lot of fun, though. Didn't you enjoy? Oh, tons of fun they're when fun. I when I enjoyed
1: exactly. the games that I was watching. Tons of fun.
0: You're going to enjoy these different. games, I'm sure, especially when you get on that Carlos app and they're let. They got the USFL spreads. You're going to enjoy it. I. Know. It's football. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is all- You're
1: right. That is part of it. That's why the ex- That's why Fox is doing this because it's football. Maybe they don't want to change the game. They just want it to be football.
0: Yep. Um, I'm, me, I'm feeling. I'm questions. feeling the 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 excitement though because we are close closer to kickoff for that league. But again, it doesn't feel like that crazy anticipation in 2020. Obviously, for many many reasons. And if you try to argue that there there's no winning argue that the month the before second, kickoff the
1: second the, you the, tuned into the xfl game you were like what is this why are yes. they lined up this way you were intrigued you were in entrenched it was a, it felt big it felt done right it looked cool i have no idea what i'm going to get into <laughs> watching
0: this no clue. also the month before remember that the month before kickoff in 2020 Versus the month before kickoff now for the USFL. Just like the the actual interest outside of like the crazy diehards following every step. You know, the the intrigue, it, where is it comparatively? It's apples and bananas or oranges or whatever other fruit you want to label uh, the uh, USFL as. Either way, I'm watching and I'm excited. But again, we're talking about an apple. League. Yes. the league. The
1: USFL is a comquat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, I I thought you were going to say nectarine. Yes. No, they exist, but no one really eats them. I thought you were going to say nectarine, and I was going to say, well, that's better.
1: Okay. Like, like fig newtons only exist because nobody knows what to do with figs. Like, what else do you do with figs? You do a lot with figs nowadays. Do you know that they have blueberry fig bars? Yeah. Figs can't even handle it on their own anymore.
0: They need blueberries. Well, blueberries are a lot of antioxidants. Very good. Oh, for I know. You.
1: Just yeah. yeah, it's just a kind of way. Getting into a fruit talk.
0: All right. So, and our USFL week show. Issues.
1: This way it's fruit. Jesus,
0: what's wrong? We're going to talk about fruits and vegetables shows, and we're going to have a lot of farmer guests on our other podcast. That's all coming up. Stay tuned. XFL.show. But here it's time for the main event the leak in this week's Hot Read. According to multiple reports out of Richmond, Virginia, Reggie Barlow will be leaving his head coaching job at Virginia State to be the head coach of the XFL's San Antonio franchise. There's been no announcement from the XFL as of this live, on tape, recording of our show. But news reports, local reports, and, and everyone covering the XFL... Outside of Virginia, talking about Reggie Barlow coming to the league, and even I checked his Wikipedia. Even Bryant left his job for a position at the XFL as the San Antonio head coach. We'll see if that's announced by the XFL. And I, you, I was digging into the San Antonio side of things here, Bryant. City council's been mum. There's not a lot of talk, not a lot of leakage, but this big leak came out, and now it looks like we're getting a team. In San Antonio, Texas in
1: 2023. So so um right, right now I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore Reggie Barlow for a second because I want to make this point. If a coach is hired and that is how a city is leaked, to me that says there is so much the XFL knows, they're just not telling us. How impressive so is how impressive! You talk is about that leakage, team? but if that's the way we know that San Antonio is going to have a team, it's unbelievable to me. In my, I just, my, I can't get my head around that.
0: Me neither. It's, it is 2022. There is, especially in the sports world, no deals are ever made without them being instantly known. As by soon as the NFL
1: got involved, you would have thought, you know, Adam Schefter would have been all over this. Mike Florio would have been all over it. Like you would have thought, all these guys would have been all over this, but. That's how it comes out. That's pretty. That's pretty tight-lipped.
0: By the XFL, it, it, I saw. I saw a few people mention this. Is, it's very impressive by the XFL, but also at the same time frustrating that we can't get these leaks in the news. But there you have it. Uh, we'll see what happens. As for Reggie Barlow, if you watched football in the '90s and early aughts, he was a return man for the Jags and the Bucks, and he's been a head coach on the college level. For the last handful of years, he's got an eighty-three and fifty-eight record, having coached at Alabama State and Virginia State. And uh, I, th- I mean, you're talking about a young, up-and-coming coach. Uh, also, the significant—I mean, noticeable part about this is also it's a it's a black coach, so a, co- a person of color being hired as the first coach. Good move by the XFL when you know everyone's talking about how uh, the NFL's kind of lacking in that department which is just asinine to me every day more and more. Um, So there you go. That's the first first coach reaction to him. Does it make sense or not? To me, it's the hiring of a young coach who's got enough experience to handle the job but is also being put in a position where he could really prove and show off uh, and and have a platform that maybe he wouldn't have had. So him jumping at the opportunity from a college job uh, obviously it's not we're not talking FBS Virginia State is not that, but uh, leaving it uh, is, is significant and exciting to me because it's not a Pep Hamilton type hire for the league, but to me it's a step in a, an interesting direction. I like the I like the young blood and I don't think you necessarily have to go for really well-known established young head coaches or exciting guys coming from crazy coaching trees. It's a guy who's been doing work the old school way, from going going down there in the in in you know he started right out of out of the NFL, builds his way back up, gets his head coaching jobs on lower level college, and jumps at a pro opportunity. It's it's exciting to see to me, Brian. I know a lot of people will say, ugh, a guy from a uh, tiny school like that, how what what's that mean for the league? I don't see it that way at all.
1: Well, most of their players are coming from tiny schools that you don't even really hear about. That get this opportunity to actually play football. Where did Donald Parham go to school, Alan? Stetson, in Florida. Who knew that? Who knows that? Like that, that th- these players are are are, are going to come from the same places that these coaches come from too. So what's what's the difference? what's really the difference if you're going to bring a coach in who, you know, we talk about this league being a league for players and opportunities. It's a, it's an opportunity for coaches to make a name for go. themselves to get on mm-hmm. television. You know, I asked you what, where, what is Virginia state? Like, where do they play? How, Cause I don't know, you know, and, and I don't know that, but I'm going to know that he's coaching for the San Antonio franchise for the XFL now. So it's exposure, you know, um, and the XFL, although they're not going for big names, at least not with this one um it, it's it's i'm sure they did their due diligence it's not something that's just saying like hey who wants to all right you, you right there you raised your hand first let's go you're gonna be the coach of the san antonio team like no one's doing that so give them their props give the coach you know his his dap as they say uh he's put in the work he's got a a pretty decent record and let's let's see how it goes
0: it's it's fine by me interesting uh that that's the first one but it's not announced who knows he might not even be the first announced coach because <laughs> this is again not official all this talk today is based off leaks and reports um and then of course there's the san antonio side of things the city getting a team if that's the case we've talked about that's town a whole lot in the lead up to 2020 and then even after uh would we like to see the renegades move there or maybe the roughnecks go there what happens Uh, with the previous texas teams and how san antonio fits into it we do know that they kicked ass as a fan base in the aaf playing in the alamo dome those were the commanders but now the commanders play in the nfl in washington so they'll have a new nickname will it be the gunslingers that was the the classic usfl team who knows who owns that ip now i'm all confused about the copyrights on usfl team names uh, they've also had a long history. That the CFL, when they sent, you know, opened up and expanded, had American teams. The Texans played in the CFL in 1995. Bryant, uh, and you know, this is a town that's had pro football and then lost pro football many times. And now did they're the getting Saints a chance go there at during it again.
1: Hurricane Katrina during that season.
0: Did they play in the Alamo I believe they Dome, played. I, I believe they did. I want to say they, they were did. playing in the Alamo Dome? So there you. This is. In terms of the fans, I'm th- I am think we're looking at the next St. Louis here in terms of a town that's just going to totally embrace the franchise. I-, I-, I see it that way. And, of course, as uh, a, maybe a tipping the hand of things to come, if you think that the XFL, like I do, is going to be in St. Louis, they're putting a team in San Antonio, they're going to towns without NFL teams that are still big uh, and big enough to support teams and do good business for the league does that mean we're not getting teams in la and new york i i doubt it i still think the biggest markets and hopefully chicago as well will get teams but i like seeing the sprinkling of the smaller towns like this small towns huge still big town san antonio and st louis um the, that will that that is exciting to me this is much better even though it was pretty cool, although gimmicky, that they were playing in the Rangers' old park and it was converted for them, this makes a lot more sense.
1: Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but during the Dallas Renegades game, they had like an inflatable screen jumbotron because just the way the angles work, they need to put something yeah. like on the field that was like an inflatable screen. Um, not gonna have look. To do I watched a lot of Alamo those. Dope. I watched a lot of those. I've been to the Alamo Dope, too, and I've watched and I watched all those Commander games. Um, uh, for the AAF in the Alamo Dome, and that fan base was rowdy. It was a lot of fun. It was loud. It was a good time. I'm, you know, I wasn't in the stadium like I was in St. Louis, where that was just defting. Uh, but I think in San Antonio, the X-Files made a good choice um, in that. And we talked about them moving to that. And I think yeah. the same can be said about Tampa to Orlando, or even just having an Orlando franchise. Kind of important, and
0: yeah, th- um, this is about. M- Going places just because they're larger towns without NFL teams—you could go to San Diego. You're not going to get the support that that you're that you're getting in San Antonio and St. Louis. It's not about that. It's about going places that are are primed and ready for this type of league in this in the and football. Uh, and San Antonio fits right in that mold. Will they be as rowdy and fun as St. Louis? I would have bet on it, but I haven't been to San Antonio. So I'm not going to judge. Oh, but San, I can't Louis, wait San Antonio
1: go. is awesome. I love San yeah, Antonio. I can't wait to you can't go. Have to go like if the river walk so cool.
0: Yeah. I'm i
1: I got our friend Eddie going to go into a, for this. a seafood restaurant. Oh, wow. He ordered a, wow, he ordered a
0: burger, cool. but still pretty cool. Of course. Yeah, yeah. i the Royal Rumble, legit hype for this. Legit hype for San Antonio getting a team um especially if it's taking away from uh not not from the town but just the Dallas Renegades just didn't make as much sense. Well, you're making you're making means. a lot of
1: assumptions here. Let's let's rewind. Dallas still had fans in the stands. Dallas is still a football city. You know, yeah. they have they love their football in Texas. This could be an addition, it could be a move of one of the other teams like we don't know all that. I think the main focus is San Antonio getting a team is really the the exciting portion of it all because I'm uh, I'm trying to be not the pessimist here because I know you are. This could be a, the first announcement of 12 teams, 10 teams. Who knows if they're actually getting rid of the teams? You know, well, you it's not know. like you went and said, I'm going to go be a coach at the Houston team. I'm going to go be You're a right. coach at
0: the St. Louis team. You're right. This I'm a uh, brand new team. and We don't know what where, 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 where can go from here. Yeah, making. I'm assuming and I'm, I might be making an ass out of you and me then in that regard. Maybe you. there are 12 teams. Maybe there are 10. I'm rooting hard for 10 really hard for 10 still on that See, train
1: you say 10 but you don't you don't have the logic in your brain that makes sense for 10 like you don't
0: get why you want 10 i do know why i want 10 it's not why too much you? like 12 but it's more than eight that's why oh that's yeah october yeah i gotcha yeah so there you go uh, but let us know what you think at xfl show about this rumor big if true uh and What do you think that means for the rest of the city announcements? What do you think of the hire of Reggie Barlow? I don't think anyone's going to say it's like landing Pep Hamilton or June Jones in the league, uh, but I think it's a great strategy. At least if all the coaches are Reggie Barlow's, I'd probably be fine with it, but I would like to see at least one or two established coaches sprinkled in there uh on you know a national level but uh if it it does not matter to me as long as you hire capable people to run these teams someone's gonna sure shine the quality of the um, play is good yeah
1: some of these coaches are gonna shine you put no matter what how you slice it you put 10 coaches 12 coaches eight coaches in a league one or two are gonna shine uh, the XFL was fortunate enough to have about three or four coaches shine um, you know one of them almost landed a job at hawaii Another one is basically going to be an offensive coordinator in the next two years. Uh, Jonathan Hayes got himself an interview at Vanderbilt. Like there was some legit, you know, legitimacy to the coaching hires that we saw in the XFL. And a lot of those were question marks. A lot of these were assistants, you know, Cincinnati, uh, Mel, uh, uh, Marvin Lewis, excuse me, branch. Right. So look at me with all the coaching knowledge. Holy Jesus. Um, (laughs) But Again, these are just, you give coaches opportunities and some of them are going to shine. Not all of them. They're all not going to have success. That doesn't mean it was a failure. Just some of them are going to shine. And, and that's what the XFL is allowing players and I guess now coaches to do is giving them that opportunity to shine.
0: Here we are, the first leak of On the Road to kick off 2023. And. Let's see if it's true. Hopefully an announcement comes out the second this show drops, and then we have to totally just do a new one. <laughs> That's what we'll I I totally will
1: be in Palm Springs. We we'll always say it. A lot of great things happen while I'm in Palm Springs with the XFL, so let's have this one be that trip, please. I mean, we're we're, we're getting close. We're, we're, would you say, 48 weeks away from kickoff. And, man, we're closer than ever, but this is a, this is a good feeling. We're also closer than ever for the USFL, and that is not, so... Just two different <laughs> sides of the spectrum right now. We start the show one way, we're ending in a different way. It's very intriguing how spring football is taking
0: shape now. Yep, and not to mention all the scouting events and and work that's being done uh, on the X by the XFL. You see people involved in the football ops uh, posting on their social medias, going to different towns. I think the XFL is in Atlanta uh, doing some scouting of players right now. So that's all happening as well. And uh, the league is coming together and we're going to talk about every single piece of, uh, of business done by the league. Every announcement, every movement, every moment on this road is right here on the original official XFL podcast. So we appreciate you all for following along with us, subscribing on whatever podcast gimmick you're wa- using or, of course, watching on XFL podcast. Uh, dot show i'm not going to do your thing here brian but i did want to say do you want to
1: take over thank
0: you i want to say thank you to everybody i do appreciate them maybe it's because i got the cabin fever so now the fans that interact with our show are really my my, my only friends left now that i've been up here in the mountain <laughs> in isolation for weeks do you have
1: 11 foot walls surrounding your property do you wear oh, a cowboy yeah. hat now with sleeveless uh flannels is that what you're doing
0: No, I just go around, run out in the maze in the snow and scream just to the top of my lungs.
1: Do you jump into the snow and just get lost? Is that what you're doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. This week, Big Blizzard this past week. So I'm glad I made it back for the show. I didn't think I was. But here I am. And here we are. We did it. We did it. First leak complete. Patched
1: up. First versely complete, no messes, just a lot of fun. And we're going to continue to have this fun as all the links continue to come out right here, every single week, right here on your favorite podcast app. That's Google, uh, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a comment or question or topic you want us to cover, or call or text the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messenger rates do apply. Say something nice about me. I feel like I'm, and I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing okay just because I don't like the USFL in St. Louis doesn't mean you have to hate me also follow us on all social media platforms at XFL show that's Instagram Twitter Facebook wherever you get your wait no yeah even (laughs) I'm lost it's fine because there's so much leakage going on Uh, maybe TikTok one day as well (laughs) or if you want to come and say hi to us uh, subscribe or watch us on YouTube at XFL.show the official website of this is the XFL show and don't forget to check out our sponsors Pretty Easy Podcast go to preeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting. Uh, pretty easy. Were you just on YouTube begging people to like you? Come on. I was telling people not to hate me. How about that? (laughs) I deserve some dap. You get the loudest USFL people and
0: it's just hard. It's hard. It's hard to tell the truth about a thing while also saying you're not opposed to it. We understand. I understand. Some people don't, but which, whatever. As long as they're watching, interacting, and hyped up for football, that's all I care about, baby. That's and all Fox they cares are.
1: about, too. That's, that's really true. what all they care about. Do you like that's football? True. Yes. Watch us. What am I watching? Watch us. But what do you got? Watch us. No. The, More football. You,
0: you, you forgot no. one of the responses. More. More. Football. One of the responses from the fans will be, though, yeah, but can I bet on it? <laughs> that's the important thing.
1: Yeah, let out. me know about Plus that. Plus 17 team. on the home team.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that you got the Philly Stars got that huge home field advantage down there. At Birmingham Legion with Fields. the home field
1: advantage <laughs> points here. Uh, they're on the road. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. So, so. I don't understand this. Over or under. We're going to talk gonna about be, the tickets. Yeah. The, the, the tickets are selling. It's, it's, it's kind of a, an interesting marketing strategy. I'm going I'm going I'm going to say this. If you can't tell that the USFL does not care about what this looks like on the field and only cares if they're going to make money off of it on TV, I, I open your eyes. Look at this. Look at look at what you're doing cuz that that's all Fox cares about. They're giving away tickets for $10. They don't care what time of the day these games are on. They're putting them on, you know, two at a time, sometimes four at a time on the same day on a Friday night, whatever you're not seeing that they don't care and all they want is to fill a time slot on their channels or nbc's channels i don't tell you
0: you think they're gonna have like the thunderdome or uh like covid uh cardboard cutouts of people no that costs money oh yeah you're right they might tarp the whole thing yeah that i mean that could look cool Sure, put big logos across big a bunch of seats. I it don't should
1: know. have done this in a dome, like in San Antonio, because they have big like curtains that cover the entire like stadium to cover convert those things into like three stadiums it's at what one. What the time. Spring League did, yeah,
0: in Indy, yeah, yeah, exactly. It can make it look more intimate. And they had no fans.
1: The Spring League had no fans by choice. I don't know what the USFL is going to do. Only
0: fans. That's what they'll have.
1: If you have to and the, and the, if I have to pay to watch the USFL. <laughs> maybe that's their film. Only fans will be on the field. What? <laughs> what did you just say? You heard me.
0: Great way to end it. The leak <laughs> the leaks have begun. We'll see what happens for the next show, everybody. But thanks again for watching. And we're we're delirious, but we're doing it. No matter what.
1: Oh man, that's yes, yeah, that's that's great. That just shake uh, it
0: like a salt shaker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaking, and I'm all I'm right.
0: Everybody, we'll here. see you for the next one. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL show. Remember, they're listening. No, they're watching. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it!